So now how do we help our partners to identify the right AI conversations to become involved with? Because there'll be a lot of, you know, AI interest, mm. um, but you want to make sure that actually you're having the right conversations, particularly for a HPE uh, and NVIDIA kind of in involved opportunity. So what kind of questions would you be looking to ask? So I think the way to think about it is, yes, so there's, a, there's a lot of hype and there's a lot of possibility to get drawn into either protracted conversations, educational conversations and conversations that aren't ultimately going to arrive in a positive outcome in terms of, you know, sales of products. You know, we've all, we're all here to drive, uh, to drive win-win engagements with our customers. And if they are doing interesting science projects, that's, those are normally not going to result in a win-win for both parties. So it is about understanding whether or not they're trying to tackle a real business problem. If there's a real business problem associated with an AI opportunity, then it's going to have an investment case associated with it or a business case or something along those lines, some route to a customer investing in AI opposed to just trying it out. So the very first things to ask are the tr traditional questions we think about from a sales perspective. You know, what's the opportunity? Do you have budget allocated? Is it part of your strategy going forward? And some of that questioning relating to the kind of the persona of the person that you're speaking to and the position within the organisation. Yeah, very much so. so. I think if we view our, a lot of our traditional infrastructure stakeholders, they will be seeing the implications of some of those, those spend initiatives coming to light. Because they'll see, right, okay, well, I'm seeing an investment case to look at infrastructure provision for these projects. So again, we can go to our traditional infrastructure stakeholders, ask them whether or not they're seeing new initiatives being driven out of data science organizations, out of the office of the chief data, of chief data officer, out of the chief information officer that are related to AI. We can also see we, if we have relationships with or through the infrastructure organizations engage with the data scientists, they're trying to fix problems. Mm -hmm. We can really help them. A lot of the time they want to accelerate. So if we get to them, it's all about, um, they will probably talk about models and what they're doing from a model perspective, but they will be trying to work out how they can accelerate their data science initiatives. If we get into the CDO, the CIO, very similar set of challenges, but they're closer to the business problems. So AI is one of the many tools or techniques they can be used to tackle these problems, but really it's about understanding how they're tied into the business, where they're gathering their data from, other key questions to ask. And once you've got that, you can then start to refine, as we would do with any opportunity, you can start to qualify it. You know, you've got some information around qualification, you've got an idea of the budget, some of the key stakeholders associated with it. And once you've gathered that, you know whether or not it is a um, going to result in a real AI opportunity. And I guess then also turning that engagement into something that's actually going to generate some revenue. Uh, yes. Well. So, so how, does, how does that look? Obviously, you could, depending on when you join that sales, it's going to be quite a long, a long cycle. Yeah, so the, probably the, the easiest way to do is if you are having a high-level conversation with a stakeholder about AI, so you've, you've qualified it a little bit, so it's part of their strategic roadmap or they're tackling a real problem, they've got some budget allocated for it. 
the very first thing to say to me is, yes, Mr. Customer, we can help. That's probably the sure. first, that's the first answer. The next one is you say, we, you, want to, you want to use AI. As we've talked about before, you need data in order to do AI. So you explain this, you say, right, okay, if you want to build something, you need some data that you're going to be using to build it. Do you know where that data is? A lot of times customers, they might know, a lot of times they won't, or it'll be locked away in organizational silos. So the next thing you can say to them is, Mr. Customer, do you, have you got a data strategy? You know, which is much more about how they're going to be using their data, how they're managing it, how they're governing it. One of the things that's in a data strategy is a storage strategy. So you could say, right, okay, what's your storage strategy? And of course, you, you're opening up the possibility to talk about storage. Because AI, if you're going to start taking data, transforming it, you need somewhere to store it. It needs to be secured. It needs to be protected. It needs to be inside your existing security frameworks. But of course, you've now gone into being able to talk much more broadly about storage. Mm -hmm. And you might be able to find, you can kick off storage analysis. All, all of our partners should be able to kick off a storage analysis for a customer. As part of that, you're trying to find out where the data is that they need to use, but you're also getting incredibly valuable information about what they've got from a storage state perspective and open up different opportunities. So you can kind of bag that. You go, right, okay, we can, run a, we can do a storage assessment for you. We can help find where the data is. We can help you with a storage strategy. Then you educate the customer. You say, right, okay, well, you do know that, you know, data scientists use comprehensive, complex tools. And those tools need GPU acceleration. So do you have GPU acceleration in your estate? And the customer might say, well, I don't need it. You say, well, okay, well, do you know that you're going to be paying data scientists to play table tennis? Ping pong. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, why? You say, well, because you can kick off models and they can take hours and hours and hours to run, days, even weeks. So as a result, if, if you're not using the right platforms to accelerate them, you're, you're going to be just basically spending a lot of manpower effort, um, which you can easily mitigate with the right NVIDIA GPU accelerated HPE certified equipment that is going to accelerate that. And time, you know, yeah. the time it takes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I guess the data visible as well and the right latency. and Yes, yes, yeah, yeah top to bottom stack, yeah. you know, efficient all the way through. And then they say, oh, right, okay, great. So you've now opened up a compute conversation. So we're into deal multiplier territory here. Want to deal multiply again? That's when you get into the software conversations. So you say, right, okay, great, Mr. Customer. So we're doing all this great stuff with you with storage. We're helping you in an area. You know, we've consolidated over here. You've got some out-of-date equipment over here. But ultimately, we've helped you find and gather and get access to all the data that you need. You've, you've got the compute infrastructure that you need to do it. But now, how do you operationalize the Gartner 016N, which is... O, 16 characters, and then an N, operationalization. That is underpinned by a set of software tooling in the form of machine learning operations. So how do you give them the right MLOps capabilities that they need that is going to accelerate their journey from initial idea through to de production deployment? So again, we've deal multiplied. We've added a software layer in, yep. all of which is win-win. Customers getting accelerated AI deployments. I was going to say, it actually addresses the full customer requirement. You're not then just talking about the individual elements, and actually that would add more um, time to the customer's journey mm -hmm. um, in actually looking at 
developing the correct and right and accurate solution for them yep. um, to be able to solve those challenges, the business challenges that they first addressed or first identified, right? Yes. And I yes. guess when the partners are lacking the skills in that space or they need some help or support, they can come to us, NVIDIA, HPE, utilise point next services, etc. Yes. again to fill in that gap and broaden out their sale. The other thing I would say is that you did mention regulations before. So um, how would regulations possibly present an opportunity that could be leveraged? Yeah, so some interesting legislation coming out from the European Union called the AI Act. Right. And one of the things in the AI Act is you have to have a documented set of processes embedded in engineering discipline. So that means ML Ops, which is an answer to that regulatory requirement. How have I put in place a structured set of steps that will allow me to build my AI. So if you're starting to do that in a repeatable, automatable way, it means that you will be compliant with the AI Act. And that's something that HPE, NVIDIA um, yes. can help and support with. Oh yeah, definitely. And um, so the AI Act it has been passed earlier this year, 2023. Um, there is a grace period, so we're probably a little bit away from it, from it hitting EU legislation but it's definitely coming. It's and we've got some question marks as to what we're going to do in the UK, specifically around that legislation. So we can also talk to customers about future-proofing themselves against some legislation that has it has been passed. It's currently going through the motions in the European Union. Maybe that's something we pick up in another session. Yeah, that'd be great. Yes, yeah, definitely. Later in the year when it Later passes. Later in the year yeah, when yeah. it passes. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. brilliant. Thank, Thank you. you ever Thanks so again. much, Matt. Fantastic, thanks.